Good evening and welcome to On the Fable. I'm Dorothy and I'm here with a wonderful group of Christian women to discuss the issues of the day. Much like we did in the old days around the kitchen table when the kids were in school. The call in number is 646 595 4784 if you want to call in with a question or a prayer request. Press 1 to raise your hand in the queue. Our contact email is onthetablebc.mail.com. Now, we may not all agree all of the time, but isn't that half fun? Different perspectives coming from different experiences and learning from each other. Pull up a chair and join us on this most excellent adventure in the reality of Christianity. Let's just see what's on the table tonight. Welcome to the program. Tonight we're going to talk about hopefully some things that will give you pause to think about different important issues today. I've got Roz here. I'm hoping Pam calls in soon. Hi, Roz. Welcome to the program. Hi, Dorothy. How you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Um. You and I have discussed this stuff a little bit. You know, we're going to talk about the election. And and what does it mean? What does it mean to vote? What does it mean to be blessed by being born in this country? Because I don't think my personality would have made it if I was born elsewhere. I just don't. I got too big a mouth. But... um, I was very disappointed in the election outcomes, and and I'm going to try and explain why. Yes, I know it's good that we got the Senate, and it will be good if we keep the Senate. Um, and I'm talking conservatives, not necessarily Republicans now. Um, but the, the Democrats are trying to steal a couple of seats. You know, look at Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, excuse me, my cat wants to move. Um, I'm disappointed in the way Christians have chosen to vote because you know we're at a critical point in our country right now, and. We're trying to decide if we're going to be a sheep nation or a goat nation. And I truly believe Father would like us to be a sheep nation. I would like us to be a sheep nation. Well, I think a lot of our fellow sheep are making goat decisions right now. Mm-hmm. And and we need to really target them with our prayers. Um, I'm going to read Mario Murillo's blog uh, because this is how I felt. You know, after I got the initial disappointment hit, I started thinking about what was going on, and, and he saw the same thing. So I want to – he probably says it a lot more better than I do. And he labeled it. He titled it, It Happened Again. Millions of born-again and spirit-filled Christians voted for the Democratic Party. What I am going to say will close the doors for me to preach in Atlanta. That is sad because it is a great city with many powerful churches. 
it is even possible that some will try to accuse me of being racist, a charge that I will summarily ignore, so don't bother. I love the way this guy is so straightforward. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is a snapshot of, of what happened Tuesday in urban areas across America, and let me just say it happened in Connecticut, too, where I live. Let me begin by quoting Don Lemon. White men are the biggest terror threat. He says that remark is not racist because statistics bear it out. Fair enough. Now let me give you some statistics. 90% of the African-American vote in Atlanta went to the Democratic Party. We know that there are many black megachurches in Atlanta. It is impossible that only non-Christians voted last Tuesday. We are left with the inescapable conclusion, born again and spirit-filled Christians in large numbers voted for the Democratic Party. That is not racist. It is simply a fact. This is not just true in Atlanta. It is also very true in Houston. For that matter, every city in America It is no surprise how this happened. It is the pulpit's fault. Believers are fed all the verses on blessing and few that relate to conscience. This is how they can walk into a voting booth oblivious to the fact that the Democratic Party has declared war on the Bible. Hillary Clinton said we must change religious beliefs. Even if you buy the myth that Trump is a white supremacist, a charge that even his about enemies find hard to say with a straight face, innocent from knowing what you are voting for, a vote is not a statement just of what you are against, but also what you are for. What does the Bible say about abortion? Psalm 139.13 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. The Bible clearly teaches that a fetus is a person, not a glob of flesh. Have you ever wondered why Planned Parenthood fights so hard to convince us that a fetus is not a person? Even they know if a fetus is indeed a person, abortion is taking a human life. Therefore, abortion is murder of one's own child. Late-term abortion is out-and-out savagery. The Democratic Party not only defends late-term abortion, they have said women should celebrate their abortions. Democrats say that portions of the Word of God are hateful. We know the portions they mean, crusading to defend every sexual sin condemned in the Bible. Is it possible that your pastor soft pedals or ignores these verses and tells you that grace covers this? The Bible says different. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? The Democratic Party is not just saying they disagree with the Bible, but that teaching certain parts of it should be banned because it's hate speech. Do you want the Bible banned? If we let them ban certain parts of what is to keep them from banning it all, my message is to all races, you cannot leave Jesus out of the voting booth. God will hold you accountable. God also holds pastors accountable for holding back vital truth and creating this moral confusion by not teaching the Bible. A famous Christian country and Western singer was asked why she supported same-sex marriage. She said, my pastor told me not to judge. There it is, the body of Christ is having what my good friend Dusty Kemp calls an out-of-Bible experience. 
Many California Christians especially suffer from biblical malnutrition. They can't even fathom what is wrong with so many things that the word of God calls sin. America is seeing once again the damage done by Christians detached from their Bible. You raise your hands in worship. You sit in church and open your Bible and declare it to be the word of God. And then you go and vote through the vowed enemy of the Bible. If you did that, blessed men of Psalm 1, who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you did. And that's the end of that. And and I heard, you know, Bill Federer, I was watching a YouTube of him with uh, Andrew Womack today. And he made a point that I hadn't totally incorporated until he said it. In, in crime, in criminal acts, if someone knows about the criminal act and does not act against it, does not do something to stop it, but enables it, they become an accessory after the fact. So if we know about abortion going on, which is murder, and we don't do anything to try and stop it, that includes praying against it, that includes voting people who are all for abortion at any time, anywhere, any place, are we not accessories after the fact? So, and and that does, you know, that does come down to the um, the voting booth. And I'm sorry, but the Democratic Party, it's not my mother's Democratic Party, because my mother was a Democrat, my father was a Republican, made for interesting dinner table conversations, I'll tell you. But it's mm-hmm. not that party anymore. You know, they have just gone so far astray. And I'd just like to call on everybody, voting records of those that you're voting for. Or, you know, do your due diligence. We have been so blessed to be born in a country that gives us some kind of hold or control over what happens in our nation. And I think we need to take it seriously, and I think we need to stand up for what is the right path for this country. Because if we go down the path of becoming a goat nation, I don't even want to think about it. Really, just don't want to think about it. Um, what do you think, Ross? Uh, that was just what you read was just really powerful. It, it's, I mean, it, Father said it's not going to be what it's supposed to be until he comes back. You know, I mean, there. This is like so far gone, and I hate to see what it's going to be looking like in a year. It's so far gone. It's. I'm not saying there's not a way to recover, and somebody made a point. I was listening to someone on YouTube, and you know, instead of a national day of prayer, everybody there should be a national day of repentance. Seriously, and that's what we need, but. I don't even know if that's enough. You know, it's just they're so far gone. You know, you just wonder sometimes who's who's running this ship, you know? Man has screwed it up big time. And they're not turning to the they're not turning to the source that can help them. You know? I just, it's just, it's, it's just really sad. It's really sad that it's gotten so far gone. You know, I, I don't, I don't believe in politically correct stuff. Hey, you know what? I'm old school. You say what's on your mind, you know, and that's the end of it. I mean, you can't even say anything to somebody today without, you know, um, getting a, a remark back or someone suing you or something like that. It's 
ridiculous. And you know what it all is? It's just us as, you know, three-year-old kids in a sandbox. Well, this person said that, and I'm upset now. That's what it all is, except we're just adults. You know, it's the same thing. Well, a lot of it is coming coming from the leadership of the Democrat Party, and they've these leftist people, and remember, Jesus said to fish out of the right side of the boat. I know right, he meant correct, but he had them put the net down on the right side of the boat. So the boat, right. Um, we need to make sure, if we want to have a nice life, we need to make sure when we vote, we vote for people who value God's values, you know, and they've gone in the schools and they've made such a mess of the schools. They're not even teaching civics anymore properly. I still can't believe they're not teaching cursive writing. I mean, really? You've dropped cursive writing so you can teach them all these perversions about sex? Really? Give me a break. I know, but I think it, I don't think it, I don't think it all comes down to just the voting part of it. I mean, it's just not that. It's just what you do when you go home, what you do when you go to work. What you, you know what I mean? It's it's how oh, yeah. you are to one another, to... you know? But the voting part affects everybody. It affects Understood. all of us. And Understood. it affects but whether or not we have... Somebody affects... Yes. And what you were how you treat somebody affects that person, right? Sorry, I, I, I'm just. I'm I hear just what saying. you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Yep. It it it's how you affect how you present yourself to someone else is going to affect them, and then it's going to affect them. And it's going to affect them and whoever they come in contact with. It's like a disease. It is a disease. It's it's not just that. And I understand voting is a very very big. I, I know it's a big deal, but we have lost we have lost morals you know it, it's like in 1972 you know it was the year i was born and not that i knew it was gone but i'll use an example um you know the the evil in the world wasn't as wasn't as thick as it is now you know what i mean well you just made me feel old. 72 is when i graduated from high school yeah i know you told me that but I mean, it's just that people have just lost themselves. You know, people are finding truths to to different things. You know, people are finding out that you know things aren't the way we actually thought they were. You know, and then it makes them get real nauseous and step back and say, "Well, why should I even vote?" You know, I'm living in a matrix. You know, you got that group, and then you got the group over here. You know, um, well, you know what? I'm just gonna go along with everybody because you know what, man, the Democrats, you know, they're they're cool dudes and they want things like this. Then you got those people, you know, and then you got the Republicans, you know, where they're just trying to make things right. You know, maybe trying to get gain those things back. You know, we we don't know what goes on behind those closed doors either. I personally think there should be a box for independent vote independent because maybe if we do that then it'll you know wake parties up and say well you know what the people are getting a little ticked off now um, because the government is for the people by the people we are supposed to be running that not them and both parties haven't gotten it through their heads yet no they haven't I will agree with you there however comma I think when we voted Trump in, it was a big message to the politicians because he's no politician. I mean, politicians don't stand up for what's right. And I'm so glad Lindsey Graham is starting to stand up. I've been waiting so long for him to have his spine. Um, But I'm upset about the elections because that's the most recent thing that has happened that has shown me some things. And, and like I told you before, when I was praying before the elections, I said, father, please don't let the Democrats in. And he kept reminding me about their free will. And I, 
I don't care about their free will. I care about the country, you know. And I want, I want us to be a sheep nation. I want us to be praying Father's kingdom down here. I want us to do the right thing as a country. So, you know, yes, I got mm-hmm. taken to the woodshed a little bit on that one because, yes, free will is important. However, when the sheep start making goat decisions and choices, it it bothers me. So I have to try and figure out how do we pray for these people? And one thing that scared me as I thought about, you know, because I always extrapolate everything to the bigger picture. And I kept thinking about these rank and file Democrats making the goat choices. And what are the results of our not following God's will and sort of rebelling against God. What, you know, what does that mean? Does that affect their inclusion in the harvest? I want those people saved. I don't want them deceived, you know. So of course. I think, I think we need to start really, really targeting the churches even if they are full of pew potatoes, I think we need to be targeting them with prayer and ask Father to just rain the Holy Spirit down, show them his glory and his, you know, will and what he wants for them and the country. Because um, we, need, we need a good revival in this country. We need another great awakening. And and I think that's what we need to start doing in our prayer life is just target the people in the churches. If they're even like just acknowledging that Jesus exists, that's a good first step. Let's drag them in the rest of the way. You know, let's, he's really real and he's talking to you and he has values that he wants to see in this earth, manifested in this earth. Does that sound crazy? No, I don't think so. But there again, it, nothing's going to be right until he comes back. Well, yes, however, he's he's working towards a movement. Father is working on I mean, You can see him, you know, calling out to his people, and we need to pray into that. Um. I, I, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait until he comes back for everybody to be saved. Um, no, you know, understood. I understand. I I get that. I get it. I just, uh, you know, it, it's. I mean, we. It's just like I said. The people have, they have, the majority of them have so turned away from God and only want to listen to those ear tickling, you know, um, fuzzy bunny slipper uh, sermons anymore. You know, they don't want to hear the truth about anything. A lot of them. They just want to hear what they want to hear. They don't want to hear that father punishes. They don't want to hear that he has has has, has um, that uh, standards righteous judge judgment. They don't want to hear anything about punishment because they don't want to be responsible for their own actions anymore. They just don't. Well, that so they sway that's towards what we the guy that. That's what you know, we need to pray against, right. I think. Most definitely. I agree with you. You know, the kid, the, the generations that are up here now, they have no clue. They have no clue because if 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 they're punished, you know, then they go to school the next day and everybody gets involved and all this other stuff. It's like, are you out of your mind? You can't go out on the outside and break a branch off a tree anymore or switch you know I'm not saying like go ballistic on your kid but hey 
It's just that they don't. They're too good for punishment. So they're going to sway towards a party that's going to, that's going to, you know, adhere to their way of thinking. So that's a majority. That's a huge majority. Now what, you know, Jesus is not popular. (laughs) By no means. But if they're they're in the churches, that means there's a, there's thing there. You know, it is, we only come to him because he calls us. So we need to pray that those in the churches hear the call and heed the call. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, and a lot of that, the reason the leftist is a, is a majority is because they've infiltrated the schools. Well, I mean, look at the textbook. Why weren't we, why weren't all of us parents there at the school? Because we trusted the schools to do the right thing, that we trusted the schools to do the right thing. So obviously, we absolutely, Christians, Bible-believing Christians, do have to get back involved with these school boards. Well, I think we need a, we need a, um, a federal-mandated curriculum to include certain things like civics and American history and stuff like that and cursive writing. Well, even, well, even Tom Mack said that they don't teach math the way they should, and he's – he was a college professor. I mean, Tom Mack is like really good with mathematics. And he even said, they don't teach math the way they're supposed to. But don't you think this is like all part of the like evil scheme of things? Yes. And that's why we need to fight. Most you definitely. Know, put our armor on and go to war in the spiritual Absolutely. realm. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's not enough of it. There's not enough of it. So that's what I'm putting a call out for is, is, come on, people. Let's put our armor on. Let's go to war. Let's fight the enemy. Let's you know, a lot of these Democrats, I, they're demonized, Ross. If you watch them on the news or if you watch, unfortunately, when we go out to supper at Chili's, they have CNN on. You can just about see the demons coming out of that screen with that TV channel. Oh, of course you can. I can't even watch that crap. It makes me sick. Even with the sound off, it makes me sick. So maybe we need to pray that the people see those demons coming. I know, I have a friend who's um, it's really Harold's friend whose brother watches that all day long, and he is so hateful. We, as the church, and I'm going to include myself as part of the church, as the church, mm-hmm. we have fallen down in this battle. We need to get serious about coming against these powers and principalities infecting our politics, our schools, our nation at large. We need to stop them. And we have the power to do so. We just have to we just have to take Maybe. it and stand up. You know? Mm-hmm. We cannot allow this to continue. We have been given the authority to stomp on these scorpions. And we need to do it. We just need to do it. Yeah, because enough is enough, you know. Yes, enough is enough. enough is everybody enough. everybody has their limits. Everybody has their limits. It's just it's it's enough now. 
they they voted in that socialist Ocasio Cortez is that her name in New York, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sorry, but that the the term democratic socialist is an oxymoron. There's no such thing. But look at the socialists and the communist parties. They want to destroy. They are trying to take down yes. this country. Of and, course uh, they are. They want to build to their tell new them world order. Yes, we need to just say no. So I know a lot of people are praying for this country. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people That's are really. seeing, they are seeing the, the demons behind I know Judge Janine calls them Democrats, which, you know, um, they're praying against it. And, but I think we need more Bible-believing Christians to stand up and pray against it. And I think Father is calling us to do that. I think he expects that behavior from us, not just say, oh, well, they won again. No, we war in the spirit against them. I come against against the the shenanigans in Florida trying to steal these elections. I mean, how do you find ballots and it's not corruption? Really? We need to pray for discernment. Yes, we need discernment to, so that... And it's so strange because... When Father gives you discernment to see into the machinations behind all this stuff, it's so hard to understand why others cannot see it. Isn't it? It's like, what do you mean you can't see that going on, you know? It's like, it's so obvious to me. But, yeah, we need to pray for discernment for the churches, backbones for the pastors, if you cannot get up there and preach truth, then get out of the pulpit and make way for someone who can and is willing, you know, end the story. Yeah. And actually feed somebody, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've been complaining about the church is not teaching truth for a long time. Well, let's stop complaining and start doing something about it. Well, they're 5013C, you know what I mean? Oh, I hear you. Good grief. Can't preach what they want. But they're held they're gonna be held accountable for it. Absolutely. These people they need to be fed. We all need to be fed. You know, good fruit, and it's just like nobody wants to hear. Um, you know, you can have an abundant life, and you know everything's just all PG. I mean, after a while, it gets sickening. <laughs> and I think if you look at what an abundant life really is, most of us already have that in yeah. Father. You know. Yeah. It's just that we get caught up in worldly wants and desires and we give that too much weight in our lives. I know, right? Can't take it with you. I don't know, I just find it like this... I think about that. I find myself thinking about that a lot. Like, what happened in between, you know, like the time I was born up until now? I mean, what what was it that changed within people and, you know, got them to be this way? And, you know, and it's just like, just people have gotten so conditioned, you know, a lot of that is the schools, Rob. I'm serious. If you look at what they're teaching in the school, you know my grandson committed suicide just because of the, you know, someone said that the 
vice principal shamed him because he believed in the Second Amendment, you know? And it set up mm-hmm. such a, a I want to use the word dichotomy, but I don't know if that's correct. But at that age, you're just finding your way. And if you know something is right, an authority figure tells you you're stupid for believing that. You must be insane. Let me call in the shrink. Um, what kind of war does that set up within the child? You know? And I think you notice that a lot of the, the teenage suicide rate has gone up. I find myself wondering if that's part of that whole thing. That, you know, are they little Jareds that, that these liberal leftists have just put such a war in their heart and soul between what is right and what is moral and what these liberals say. It's how do you reckon that when you're a teenager? I don't know. None of that stuff was going on when I was in school. I, I don't know. I don't know how it got twisted and got turned so badly. I mean, I know why, but it's just everything just changed. And the big question is, why did we let them get away with it? I don't know. So let's stop letting them get away with it. Most definitely, and get on our knees and fight. And for anyone who wants to know about true American history, I strongly suggest... Dinesh D'Souza's movies, documentaries. He does such a good job. And where in scripture does it say we're supposed to get free things from the government? Where in scripture does it say we're supposed to take, uh, tell the government to take other people's money so I can have something free that I didn't work for? How is that scriptural? It isn't. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm being facetious. Yes, I'm being facetious. But that's no, what I'm just saying. Every evil soul should work. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm not saying to be mean to people or to be unkind. I'm just saying try and show them what's what and why it is. Because Father said so. It's like I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, you know, they're teaching me Islam in the schools. And I say, I've got to write a book that lists all the Islam beliefs and puts them next to and compares them with Christianity's beliefs, you know? Man, these people got a rude awakening. They seriously do. So much deception. We've got to break it in the spiritual realm. We've just got to break the deception. Bind these demons and and break the deception off these people. And it's up to the ones who know that the deception is there to do that. Right? Yeah, because we're all responsible. (laughs) Yes, we are. And when I heard Bill Federer say that about the abortion thing, you know 60 million babies are being killed. What are you doing about it? Wow. You know, that's that that was a little tough to take. Cause... But the good thing, there were three states that uh, voted against abortions. That's good. We are making strides. people really know why that was even brought out in the first place. Do people really understand why abortion clinics were were erected? 
You mean the genocide aspect from Mag- Margaret Sanger? Yeah. yeah. Probably not. Maybe they ought to do a little digging. Maybe that's the problem. Nobody, everybody wants everything handed to them. You figure there's vehicles that start on their own. You know, you can tell a television what the Babylonian box is what I call it. Um, you can tell it to turn on. I mean, there's so many things we command. That's what I mean about conditioning. Do you see what they're doing? They're not. We're not thinking for ourselves, but that's what they want. They want to take our will from us. But my whole point is, is nobody ever uh, digs into things. Father says, you know, my people die for lack of knowledge. Well, gee, I wonder why. Nobody, everybody wants everything handed to them. Nobody actually opens up the dictionary anymore to actually look up the word themselves. They Google it. You know? And you might, you might not always get the right answer when you Google it. I'm just saying. No. I mean, you, you look up, you know, stub toe, and for goodness sakes, you got two days to live. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what it sounds like. But nobody wants to go digging and nobody wants, they want everything handed to them. You know? Nobody just wants to do things for themselves anymore. Kind of reminds you of that movie, Wally. Something happened to the earth that got over. It's it's actually pretty interesting. Um, Um. you know, Connor watched it when he was little a hundred million times. Um, but it's about, you know, how the planet Earth got overrun with garbage and people just couldn't live there anymore. So they ended up going on these ships. Well, after a while, these ships were doing everything for them. All they had to do was sit in this chair and it would take them wherever. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to get up. So they all ended up really big and heavy they, because they weren't up moving around anymore. You know, it just seems like that's what's happening to, to people, you know. They're just wanting things to be brought to them and not them going to do for themselves. You know, half the people in the world, if they would have been around, I mean, if this was the 1800s and they were used to this kind of lifestyle, you honestly think, Dorothy, they would try and go out and, you know, kill their own food for the night or walk a mile to the grocery store for milk and butter Say they didn't have any cows. I mean, seriously, people have gotten lazy. I have to agree with that. That's one of the good childhood stories that I, I like to use with my kids and grandkids is the little red hen story, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there in well, our line of what we do, um, researchers that have researched Researched and researched and researched and researched, you know, and it takes so much time. It takes a lot of patience, a lot of time, but you know, you end up finding answers. People just don't want answers anymore. They just want to like ride. They just want. To, they just want to be on the ride, and it's just like, come on, man, wake up. And that's what I'm saying. Whenever a catastrophe happens, everybody wants to run the father. Oh, woe is me. Well, I think that's great that they recognize him and they should go to him, but then after a while, it just goes away. And what are they going to do? And it it really, I mean, we, we're really in some deep dung. And it just keeps happening day after day after day after day that there's no let up on it. You know, it's just like, what are you going to do? What box are you going to turn on to make you feel better? What food are you going to shove in your mouth to make you feel at ease? 
You know what I mean? There's people that live like that all the time. They don't get a break. And if they don't wake up now to be too late. You are so right. That's why we need to pray and we need to witness. Those of us who can get out and about need to witness. Tell Father people the truth. I do the one. it. Yep. I do it at work. Um, <laughs> let, let Father show who you who's ready to hear it. Yep. To those who mm-hmm. listen. It's so yep. important. And I know Father is like doing a great end time work and get trying to get the harvest together and we need to pray into that. We need to help. You know, not just sit back on our laurels. What are laurels Mm -hmm. anyway? What where did that that phrase come from? Back on our laurels. (laughs) That's a that's an old fashioned word there. Yeah. I'll have to look that up in the dictionary. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like something you totally do on Word Trumps, Dorothy. I can totally see you do that. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, that's just, it's just, that's where everybody's gotten. And it's just going to get worse if they don't snap out of it. You don't want it to be too late. I don't want it to be too late. I know, I want to see all these people. I want to see these people in the next age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, either, either Pam forgot about us or something came up. So. Oh, that's all right. I feel so sad for L.A. Marzulli. It's just so sad, but Father will Did you live in that, that city of that Paradise City? Is that where he lived? The one that just um, let everybody lost their house? He, uh, Santa Monica, I believe. I think that's where he was. Santa Monica Mountains or something? I, I could be wrong. I just, I just feel bad for him. It's just so sad, but you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe he needs to plant himself somewhere else. Maybe the Lord wants him somewhere else now. But I, I just pray for his family and, you know, thank Father that they're all okay, you know. Even the and pets are okay. The, that made me happy. Yeah. 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 I mean, just, I, I just pray for all those involved in that. That's just so sad. So sad. Well, I guess I we covered to the topic. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that fire in California. I, I just have a weird feeling about it. You know? Yeah, me too. I go to pray about it, and, and Father gives me a bit of a check in my spirit. You know, I pray mercy upon the people, but. Other than that, I get a little bit of a check, and I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. But anyway, you ready to close it up? Yep. So, everybody, you you have a blessed time until next we meet. I'm so glad we got a chance to do this show, because this has been on my heart very heavily. Um. We need to work hard to save our country and make sure it turns out the way God wants it to be, which is a sheep nation, not a goat nation. Be careful you don't make goat no. decisions. Um, All those people who fought, you know. All yeah. those people who fought to, 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 to keep this country's freedom and, you know, just... All the all the all the lives that let's not 
let's not make it that they did all this in vain, you know? And yes, there is a big fight going on against the deep state and the and the deep state is real. The globalists mm-hmm. want us destroyed. Let's disappoint them. At least for a while until the end. Because we know it has to come to the end. But yeah. not now. We need to gather in the harvest. Father wants a big end time harvest, so let's get to work. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Let's be about our Father's business. Absolutely. So good night, everyone. We'll see you next time. I know we're not very good at, you know, always having these chats. It's hard to get everybody together at the same time like herding cats because um, everybody has other commitments and this, that, and the other. But this, I really wanted to get this out there because it's important that, that you know, sometimes we have to, um, we have to tell the truth in love even when it's not pleasant. You know, you don't go up to somebody and say, hey, do you know you're believing a bunch of lies? No, you can't do it that way. You just got to clean out things nicely, you know. How many times I'd like to go up and shake someone sens- sensible, you know, and it doesn't oh, work. Sure. Well, now they've got to find out for themselves. But we can help by pointing, just dropping a few seeds now and then. It doesn't even have to be a whole thing, just. Drop a few little seeds, and they grow. Father watering them, and they will grow. And even just, you know, if you're at work or something, just pray to yourself. I mean, if it, even if it's only a minute, you know, just throughout the day, just pray. And just, let's just keep praying. Well, good night, Roz, and see you later. We don't want to bend everybody's ear or overload their coffee. You have a blessed night. Go talk to your pillow. I am. Thank you very much. All right, everybody. Good night. I'll talk to you soon. Good night, Dorothy. Good night, Roz.